you ready for some football? <laughs> it's time for Red Zone Talk on 95.3 KGY, a weekly look at high school football in the area with your hosts, Noel Wall and Olympian prep sports writer, Lauren Smith. Ready? And now here's Lauren and Noel. And welcome to it's season three, episode four of Red Zone Talk, the weekly high school football roundup show. So it's a live conversation. I'm Noel. That's Lauren. Good morning. Good morning, Noel. How are you? I'm doing very good. We're into the third week of the season now. Yes. Yeah, we're really underway. So, Starting to get uh, there. Yeah, and if you miss any part of this show or if you want to hear some of the other shows, they are on the website, uh, kgyfm.com. Uh, click on Red Zone Talk. You can find that. Also, you can uh, email the show. We'd love to hear from you. The address is rzt at kgyradio.com. rzt at kgyradio.com. Uh, this week, I'm kind of excited. We had, so we had heard a little bit from Sid Otten, uh, in our second show about his early, early career. And we kind of finished with the decision that we're going to move to the wing T and this week, uh, you kind of continue that conversation. Yeah, we kind of, we kind of continued that a little bit, um, went a little bit more in depth and found out a little bit more about how the offense was implemented, you know, a little bit of the way that it's changed over the years and kind of some of the other programs in the state that run this as well. So kind of the framework for that is Tumwater travels north tonight to play Bellevue and Bellevue is another school that's, you know, famous for running this wing tee through multiple coaches. Um, and so we'll kind of see how the two match up. All right, so that's going to be fun. So we'll have that uh, we'll have that talk with uh, Sid Otten a little bit later on and talking more about the wing tee. And that's the your story today in the paper? Correct, correct. Uh, you know, again, it kind of just explores, you know, what Tom Water's done, what Bellevue's done, and how a couple other coaches in the state weigh in um, about, you know, how they've seen the wing tee work and how they've seen it evolve in these programs over so the years. So find the Olympian on your front porch or at theolympian.com. Uh, so let's see what happened last week. Rainier at, uh, Raymond and Ray- yeah. Yeah. Rainier won again, 49, 21. Uh, so they're two and oh, so they beat two teams now that they lost to last year. So North beach and Raymond who were in their league last year. Um, they get chief Leshy this week. Um, you know, I would imagine that'll, that'll come out another W for them. I think next week is going to be a really big test because they're going to have Morton White pass um, in their state tournament team from last year. So I think we're going to see where Rainier is next week. All right. Uh, Tonino uh, and Bellevue Christian? Yeah, Tonino, again, another team that's 2-0. and um, New coach Tim Bullis. Uh, it seems to have things running pretty smoothly over there. Uh, you know, just two, two quick wins for them right out of the gate. Uh, Rochester traveled to Hudson's Bay and kind of got thumped. Yeah, they did. They were scoreless the first three quarters, um, then got eight in the eight in the fourth. But Hudson's Bay won forty four to eight. So Rochester's kind of off to an oh, not not so great O two start here. Uh, we talked last week about Shelton with a big opportunity going to O'Day. Yeah, they traveled up to O'Day, and O'Day uh, won that one forty five to six. Shelton, I think you know, sort of trying to follow along with it when I was at my game, and I think they you know held on for a little bit, but you know O'Day's. Big, powerful program, perennially pretty powerful. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting, too, because you can – it may be a wake-up call, and maybe, you know, the high climbers are going to have a great season after this, you know. Yeah, I mean, this this week begins, you know, 3A South Sound Conference play, and I think there's a lot of – there's several games this week um, that are going to kind of test these teams. I think we'll start to see a little bit of separation. I don't think it'll tell the whole story, but – you know, I think we're going to start to see a little bit of separation of who's going to be at the top, who's kind of yeah. going to be in the middle. Right. North Thurston uh, and Bethel. 
Yep, uh, North Thurston uh, coming off that that good win in week one. Bethel got the best of them this week, twenty-seven to seven. Uh, you know, Bethel's a good team. You know, we had them projected to finish, you know, closer to the top of the PCL. So, and then uh, River Ridge hosted Stillicum. They did. Uh, that was the game I was at. Um, River a lot of Ridge. Scoring. A lot of scoring, yeah, a lot of scoring. Um, River Ridge, you know, after after the first half, eventually started to pull away and kind of did what they do, and you know, hammered hammered down the other team. And this, you know, this could be a good year for them. Yeah, yeah, Yelm and uh, Thomas Jefferson. Yelm two and zero again, another team that's two and zero to start. Thirty four thirteen there. You know, I think the the offense is really starting to work. I think Dakota Hill settling well at quarterback, and then obviously you've got. The Brandon Thompson at running back, Kayla Lunderville at wide receiver combo, and they're they they're pretty deadly last year, and I think the same is starting to happen this year. Okay, that could be fun to watch uh, watch Yelm as they continue. Timberline at Bonnie Lake. Yeah. Okay. So this was a game. This is our game of the week last week. Um, Bonnie Lake. You know they were ranked in preseason, um, and Timberline is a team that that you know they're really big this year. They got a lot of guys. I thought that they would do well. Um, Bonnie Lake ends up winning 36 to 33 late. Um, it you know, looks like a good game. It though. was a good game, you know, and Timberline, Timberline had some trouble. I mean, I, I think it was like 13 penalties and four turnovers and they still only lost by three. So once you kind of work out, you know, those wrinkles, I think, you know, they could be something pretty special this year. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of a uh, pretty special, uh, Tumwater, uh, Playing host to uh, Columbia River. Yep, Tumwater, 49-0. Um, you know, it's kind of similar to what happened last year. They're they're just rolling, and I think, you know, that's a really good 2-0 start with them, just two big blowout wins going into this week. I think that gives them a lot of momentum. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but it is going to be different for Tumwater tonight. Yeah, it's, Bellevue's going to be a different, different game yeah, for sure. We'll get there. Uh, the game that I went to with some of the uh, Red Zone Talk crew, Capital and Black Hills, uh, a lot of scoring in that game. And I got to say, we were just outside the front gate while people are coming in. There were four touchdowns scored in the first quarter. Yeah, um, that doesn't that doesn't really surprise me. I mean, you know, Capital uh, coming off last week's loss to River Ridge. You know, there was a lot that went, or uh, two weeks ago. I'm sorry, um, in Week One to River Ridge, there was a lot going on in that game. Um, and I think they were, you know, happy to come out and be able to get a solid win. The I, the offense is flying high. You know, Grant Erickson threw two touchdown passes to Chris Schnellman at tight end. Um, I think Chris Penner caught another one. Um, then Black Hills, I mean, all four of their touchdowns were scored by Jaden Toussaint. He's the he's the transfer from Olympia. He's he's quick. Um, but yeah, I think Capitals, you know, happy to come away with that win and kind of even the score there. Yeah. And, uh, certainly an exciting game and a fun game to go watch. And if you took, uh, our advice and went to a game, uh, and went to that one, you certainly got your money's worth. Saturday, Olympia traveled to Puyallup. Uh, they did. Yep. They went out to Sparks. I went there as well. Um, the fair also going on. So, you know, you end up parking about half a mile from <laughs> yeah. the stadium, but In somebody's yeah. yard. Um, I'm sorry. In somebody's yard? No, I did not. Bucks. I found I found a spot on the street, um, and then after the game, it took me a little while to find my car. But, uh, yeah, Olympia, you know, went in and kind of, I th- they kind of did what I expected. They, you know, kind of rolled over Rogers 49-7. to Scott Gunther had uh, four touchdowns this week. Uh, you know, he's got 10 in the last two weeks, um, and he's he's looking really, really good. Doesn't look like that shoulder from last year is bothering him at all. Um, I think he's really excited for what's coming. Well, that's great. Bears are going to have a lot of fun this year. Yep. Yep. All right. So ahead, 
Uh, we are going to look at tonight's matchups, of course. And before that, Lauren's going to talk with uh, Sid Otten. That all happens when we come back on Red Zone Talk. It's the High School Football Roundup on 95.3 Olympia's KGY. The Washington driving test just got harder. Nearly twice the questions and new subjects like distracted driving. Driver's education is a big step. Independence, mobility, responsibility. Get your student off to a safe start with 911 Driving School, the only school taught exclusively by highly trained police instructors. Results are clear. 911 graduates have fewer violations, fewer suspensions, and fewer collisions. Find information about classes in Lacey, Tumwater, and Yelm at 911drivingschool.com. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. (laughs) So go ahead, crack open a Pepsi. And tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi. Spinty's Screen Printing Graphics gives you the very best quality printing and embroidery. Perfect for teams, schools, and special events. Excellent quality, custom design, quick turnaround, and low pricing. You know, when it's your turn to order shirts, hats, caps, whatever, count on Spinty's to make the job simple and easy with results that'll make you a hero. Check out the unique Seahawks gear they have at Spinty's. 2008 Harrison near Grocery Outlet. Online at Spinty's Print. Friends Spin Tees on Facebook. Big savings in a small town. At Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, enjoy the small town, relaxed way of doing business and save money with the lowest sales tax in the area. Plus, the summer bonus tag sale is on now with huge savings on most new Chevy models, including loaded and hard-to-find Silverados. Save big on pre-owned trucks, too, with lots to choose from. Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, Olympia, Lacey, and Yelm. It's just a few minutes away. Directions at NorthwestChevrolet.com. Shift into savings now at your local Kubota dealer. Kubota RTVX Series is the best-selling diesel utility vehicle in the industry, earning their place by setting the standard for being durable and reliable under all kinds of conditions. Right now, you can get long-term financing as low as 0% APR for up to five years on select Kubota RTVX utility vehicles. Now through December 31st, 2016. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. See J&I Power Equipment on Pacific and Olympia and Bald Hills Road in Yellow. Get it done, save a ton, J&I. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. Uh, good morning and welcome back, Red Zone Talk. If you've missed any of the show, it's available for podcast on our website uh, sometime later today after the show is over. Uh, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I have heard some of this, and I, and I don't know, maybe this is part of the longer interview you sent me earlier, uh, but uh, we heard in the second show uh, Sid Otten talk about his early career and about deciding to uh, just go to the wing tee. And I actually, I loved the story about that. You ask him, how did you decide to go to the wing tee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so following the 1986 season, so during that season, quarterback got hurt, I think he said about week nine, um, and, you know, their halfback uh, broke his leg too. And so they were running the veer at the time. That's a that's an offense that, you know, heavily focuses on the quarterback. And so after that season, you know, they kind of threw out the offense and said, you know, we want to do something different, something that kind of spreads spreads things out a little bit more um and they uh, he attended this clinic 
where this coach from Georgia was really high on the wing tee, he was really high on platooning. So they decided that both of those things were kind of something that you know that they they wanted to take on and they wanted to do. I, I like the fact that when you gave him a chance to pat himself on the back, he said, "Not like everything else, I stole it from somebody." I, yeah, you know, I learned it. I learned it from somewhere else, and you, you know. And so he went, he and, you know, a couple of his assistants, uh, Jamie Weeks, who's, who's still the offense coordinator at Tom Water, and then Randy Reynolds, um, who was an assistant at the time, they actually went up to Bellevue and talked to Dwayne Hatch when he was the coach up there because he was one of the one of the coaches in the state that had some success running this offense. Um, and, you know, got, got a little bit of idea. Dwayne kind of showed them uh, his playbook and showed them some film, and they went up to a camp with some players uh, later that summer and then 1987, you know, they start this they start this offense, and Coach Otten said, you know, originally it didn't quite look like a wing tee, but by by the time they get to the state championship game at the end, you know, it just kind of looked like a clinic, and they were just sort of off to the races. And you know, again, that's the that's the year they win their first state championship. So I guess it worked out okay. And and that's what we're going to hear about right now. This is Lauren and uh, Sid Otten. Okay, so refresh my memory. So you guys started running it in '87, right. and so you went to that clinic. Pat thought that was at Bellevue. Well, one thing we did, this would be, a, I don't know, Jamie was with us, but Randy Reynolds, and I went to Bellevue High School. Okay. Dwayne Hatch was the coach at the time, and he was running through Winfield. And so he sat down and shared with us, you know, about what they're doing and gave us stuff to kind of help us. And, and so that, he was one of the big helpers to us in high school, along with Terry Ennis. And so that was nice. He shared with us, and and then we played him. When we played him six, seven years later in the playoffs out here, and and beat him pretty good. And so in a way, I didn't feel too bad. Dwayne, Dwayne was a great guy. He did a nice job. The the clinic was a guy from Georgia that came in and ran wing tee and platoon football. both those things, you know, were kind of reinforcing what we wanted to do. Okay. So were you just thinking that you wanted to change the offense, so you went up and talked to the guys at Bellevue and were like, hey, what are you doing? We're thinking about making a switch, or? Well, you know, like Tim's senior year, from the third game on, we were awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then the next year, we were awesome. Went under Tony Prentice's senior year. Uh, we ended up getting a quarterback hurt about this game. I think I told you this before. And, and, and the offense we were running put a lot of stress on the quarterback. And we also had our halfback break his leg. So it's kind of limited. But a winning tee, the deal about it is you can pull back out at night. Next week could be your halfback. But in the case of Noah Andrews, he makes it a four-back attack rather than three. And that puts a lot of strain on, on a team. And plus, it's just... I know it's not an NFL type offense, although they run elements of it. Or college, they got to be, you know, they got to sell tickets and stuff. But it's it's been around since the fifties or whenever, and it stood the test of time. Especially back east, there's a lot of small colleges that would run it, you know. So high schools, I mean, you know, so then they share a lot, and so. And that's a big part where during the time we've been wing tee, you know, there's other schools that have been floating through a lot of, you know, whatever the flavor of the day is, kind of an offense. And, and you got like, these are the eighth graders out here, but second graders, third, all the way through are getting elements of the offense. And so hats off to all those people for how they uh, set this up for us. Now, is that a product of you and they just started teaching the wing tee at the lowest level? Or, like, do you guys yeah. have any influence on that or do they just think it would be a good idea? 
Well, it helps when you get a lot of former players in the scene right. that have seen it. You know, Aaron Abrahamson played for us in 89, great lineman. He was president of it for quite a few years, you know. Okay. So we get a bunch of kids, that, guys that played for us that are in. Um, I think as far as like early on, the middle school coaches at that time wanted to do their own thing. And we did, you know, we were hoping they would do our stuff, but they didn't want to. But then that changed when, uh, well, I think in the middle 90s, we invited them to come to our wing tee camp and they okay. fell in love with the wing tee. So then Bush Middle School, or at that time it might have just been one grade school, or middle school, they started going wing tee and they have ever since. And then we've involved them every camp we have, we bring their staff in, you know, so they're part of it. So I know that's kind of unique from maybe other high schools that we've got both the middle school and the youth program pretty much doing, you know, they might add a few things to it, which I don't have a problem with. When you guys started that, so you started it late in the season, right? Start. After the quarterback gets hurt. No, we didn't start until the next you year. You started it the next year. Yeah. So 88? No, no it was 87. Okay. Yeah. How long did it take people to kind of embrace the new offense? Uh, they embraced it in the last game of the season. Because <laughs> yeah. our defense was awesome. Defense got us there, and our offense shined with like a clinic. And the other team had too. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's when it kind of did its thing and became something pretty special. And special it did become. And again, uh, don't miss Lauren's article this morning in the Olympian. Uh, get the joy derived when that paper makes a thump on your porch, or go online to the Olympian uh, dot com. Uh, Lauren, he made an interesting comment about how. Uh, kind of a farm system developed for Tumwater. Right, yeah, um, in TCYFL, and I know they have a program um, called Little T-Birds where um, the guys, you know, spend time with some of the younger kids in the area um, who are in are in this program, and I think that's something that really helps when you have an offense like this that's so complex and that's just developed so much over the years that when, you know, the kids who play in the youth leagues are learning this at an early age, you know, then by the time they get to high school, they already know kind of the basic elements of it, or maybe even more. Right, right. So uh, that's that's really great, and uh, they are going to face a powerhouse uh, running a similar offense. They are. They, well, I mean, we think so. We're not, you know, we're not sure. Um, sure, so they haven't played yet. They Belgium's, haven't played Belgium's yet. Belgium's this first is their, game. This is their this is their first game. Um, but um, the the guy who's taken over for uh, Butch Gontroff this year um, was an assistant last year, so I would probably imagine that they would have. You know, similar similar parts the of the same similar parts of the same office. I doubt they threw out the whole playbook. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bellevue is another team that's been incredibly successful doing this over the years. Um, it's just an offense that's you know very complex, very very focused on misdirection. Um, you know, Jamie Plankovich, who's who who runs this at Ferndale, and he ran it at Seahome. Um, I talked to him, and he said, you know, a successful wing tee like is a team that runs it, and you don't know where the ball is. Yeah, right. And Butch, you know, um, Butch said that to USA Today back in 2007, too, is just making the ball disappear is essential to our success. So, you know, it's just kind of set up where you've got, you know, your quarterback and then three other guys in the backfield. And the idea is any one of these guys can have the ball at any given time. And if you don't know who it is, you're probably going to be in a lot of trouble. And, and successful teams, when I was doing play-by-play, -play, Aberdeen ran the wing tee, and uh, guys like Mark Bruner were catching timing route passes over the middle out of the tight end. Yep. You know, so, yep, uh, uh, a lot of weapons right there for both teams. Uh, when we come back, we are going to look at all the games uh, coming up tonight. A uh, big night of football here. 
uh, on this Friday. So we will be back with all of that. Uh, this is Red Zone Talk on 95.3 Olympia's KGY. Don't get benched from the life you love. Doctors Femiano and Hamlin are dedicated sports medicine providers at Olympia Orthopedic Associates. Sprains, strains, torn ligaments, arthritis, joint inflammation, conditioning issues, and more. With same-day MRI capabilities, it's no wonder local colleges, high schools, and youth leagues are choosing Olympia Orthopedic Associates for treatment and support. Details at OliOrtho.com. Spinty's Screen Printing Graphics gives you the very best quality printing and embroidery, perfect for teams, schools, and special events. Excellent quality, custom design, quick turnaround, and low pricing. You know, when it's your turn to order shirts, hats, caps, whatever, count on Spinty's to make the job simple and easy with results that'll make you a hero. Check out the unique Seahawks gear they have at Spinty's. 2008 Harrison near Grocery Outlet, online at SpinTeesPrints.com. Friend Spinty's on Facebook. Big savings in a small town at Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna enjoy the small town relaxed way of doing business and save money with the lowest sales tax in the area plus the summer bonus tag sale is on now with huge savings on most new Chevy models including loaded and hard to find Silverados save big on pre-owned trucks too with lots to choose from Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna Olympia Lacey and Yelm it's just a few minutes away directions at northwestchevrolet.com there's the kickoff 95.3 KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. And if you are just joining us, we have uh, already recapped games from last night. We've heard spectacular interview piece with uh, Lauren and Sid Otten. If you missed it, you can find it later today on the Red Zone Talk uh, page of the KGY website, kgyfm.com. And you can read the article in The Olympian at theolympian.com. Uh, email the show if you got something to say about it, rzt at kgyradio.com. And now, let's take a look at tonight's matchup. Some games we don't really cover, but uh, we care about because our teams are all going to play them. Uh, 2-0 Centralia will host 1-1 Squim. Uh, 2-0 WF West of Chehalis heads to 0-2 Highline. And 0-1 Aberdeen, they're, they're in trouble, heads to 0-2 Elma. Any thoughts on those? Uh well I mean the two A F co looks like it's gonna be you know stronger this year W F West and Centralia are both you know off to off to really good starts um and then Elma uh, new coach this year you know they last week you know they kind of came back at the end there I think Ira Hartford had like six touchdowns or something like that um so I you know I wouldn't count them out yeah okay and these are teams we're gonna hear about as the season goes on because our teams play those teams. Yep. Uh, we already talked about Chief Leshi at Rainier, mm-hmm. and we're expecting good things for the Mountaineers there. Charles Wright visits Rochester. Someone will get their first win. Somebody's going to get the first win there. Um, yeah, you know Rochester again. You know they're just going to try to integrate back into the back into the two A league here, and I think picking up a non league win would be really helpful before they head into Evco play. Here. Yeah, uh, North Thurston at Central Kitsap. Yeah, Northwestern Central Kits up. So this is one of those games. It's a it's the beginning of the three A South Sound Conference here. Um, Central Kitsap did okay last year. Um, Northwestern, you know, younger team. Obviously, they're just you know kind of looking to get in there and get a few wins. Uh, Columbia visits to nine zero. Someone will get their first loss. Yeah. So you know we're starting to get into into that point. Um, where Tonino is going to, you know, start to figure out where kind of where they are after, you know, two big wins. I think, you know, they're expecting to maybe be a surprise for some people. Um, so we'll, you know, continue to go on and see how we do. 
and Black Hills and Prairie, another couple of teams looking for a win. Yeah, um, Black Hills, you know, the first the, the two losses, I mean, they're coming to Capitol and Timberline, which are both big programs, um, so I wouldn't count them out yet either. I don't think the record is, is, is telling of how they how well the team's going to do. All right. Well, we will see what happens there. We're halfway through our weekly games. We've got to take one more break. Uh, we'll be back. We'll look at uh, the rest of the games that are coming up this weekend. Uh, and uh, hopefully you will find a game that you want to see and go out to. This is Red Zone Talk on 95.3 Olympias, KGY. The Olympian is your local news source featuring award-winning reporters with convenient home delivery or join the online readership of over 90,000 per week. The Olympian is a community supporter sponsoring local events. You get the latest local news, sports, and entertainment news in the Olympian. See theolympian.com to sign up for home delivery for just $3.07 per week or get an online introductory four-week subscription for just $1.99. Theolympian.com. Football fans, Cut Rate Auto Parts asks, are you ready to tackle fall and winter driving? Defensive preparations start with new wipers and brake pads. Check out your brake lights. On offense, NGK spark plugs provide faster line acceleration, and seafoam motor treatment will give you what you need on those long runs. Don't forget special teams. Dress up your rig with floor mats, seat covers, or running lights. And Meguiar's products keep your team vehicle looking its best. Rush in to Cut Rate Auto Parts near you and get set for a winning season. The Woodshed Furniture on Martin Way in Lacey is the source for quality home furnishings. Pieces that will stay in the family for generations. You owe it to yourself to see what's new in the Amish furniture or bedroom galleries. Lie down on a Serta or Simmons mattress and check out the Woodshed's wide selection of recliners, power recliners, and reclining sofas. You'll find quality in every corner of the store. 12 months, same as cash, interest-free financing, OAC. 6127 Martin Way, The Woodshed in Lacey. Okay, and we are back with, uh, again, a look at uh, the rest of the games. River Ridge visits Ording. Yep, um, and I went to this matchup last year. Um, Ording's a tough school. You know, River Ridge is going to just have to continue to play um, at a high level to just kind of work through this SPSL schedule. And, you know, I think the hope there is that they get into Week 9 for the crossover game, you know, spotless. Sounds like Ording are interesting. They're You know, they're out there by themselves, and they tend to take a lot of pride in things like, you know, high school football program, and, and yeah, good things can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yelm will host Shelton. Yelm holds Shelton. Another one of these. Uh, another one of these three A uh, SSC games. We're gonna we're gonna kind of start to see. You know who's gonna be in the top. Who's gonna kind of be in that middle section. So you know this will this will be one to watch for sure. And we're gonna have a guy out there. This one. Um, Yelm starting two and zero. So we'll see. You know, kind of where they stack up in the league. Yeah, one and one capital visits one and one Timberline. We will be at that game as well. That's another one. Um, we had capital predicted to finish second in the league after Peninsula um, and Timberline also up there. I think this is another game, you know, just a lot of games in this 3A uh, SSC conference this week that we're just going to start to see some separation. All right. And uh, Red Zone Talks, Ashley and Gabby are going to be headed to South Sound Stadium tonight for that Capital Timberline game. Uh, near the main entrance, stop by, say hello. If you, have, if you don't have a driver's license yet, uh, you're probably in school and not listening to this, but you, if you have a young nearly driver in your uh, family, 
uh, have them stop by and enter to win a uh, free driver training from 911 Driver School. Uh, Olympia will host Bellarmine. This is a battle of undefeateds, and this is a big one. This is huge. Um, so this game last year, Scott Gunther could not play because he was injured. Um, I talked to him after the Rogers game. Very excited to be in the game this year. Um, super close game last year. I believe Bellarmine won 16-13 in overtime. Pretty sure. Um, so it's, these are, they're old 4A Narrows rivals and, you know, they get to meet again as part of the 4A SPSL. And this is going to be really, really telling about where these two teams are. Yeah, this is, that's a very exciting game. Uh, you know, head out Ingersoll stadium is going to be rocking for that game right there. You are headed to Bellevue, right? I am going to Bellevue tonight. Yes. Um, again, Bellevue's Bellevue's first game. So nobody's entirely sure what they've been up to. Um, and Tumwater travels up there. I think Tumwater's got some good momentum going into this one. Um, and we'll just, you, you know, we'll just see. It's just really hard to predict because we just don't know what Bellevue's going to come out with. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to open up the paper or go online tomorrow and see your coverage of that game and uh, Olympians' coverage of other games as well. Uh, there you have it, a half hour, a lot of games, a lot of action. Go to a game. Uh, you know, this time of year... People admonish drivers, watch for school kids. School's back in session, and you watch for them as you go to work in the morning, and you watch for them in the afternoon and that kind of stuff. Tonight at these football stadiums, there are going to be kids walking around. In fact, I brought up the schedule at the stadiums around. There's something every night. So it's not just those mornings and uh, afternoons, but in the evening, too, around the football stadiums, watch for kids. Uh, again, go to a game. Uh, thanks very much. Let's see. Seahawk fans, let's not miss that. Uh, here are the Hawks. They visit the Rams on Sister Station, 96.9 KOFM. Uh, first NFL game in L.A. in over two decades. Any thoughts on that? Uh, we'll see how many people go out there. I used to live in L.A., um, and we'll, you know, we'll kind of see how the experiment works here. All right. Two hours of pregame. Start at 11 o'clock. Kickoff at 1.05. Thank you for listening. Email the show, rzt at kgyradio.com. And uh, do us a favor, come back and listen less week, well, next week, Friday at 8.30. Thank you. Uh, this is 95.3 Olympias, KGY. Enjoy the games this weekend. And remember, every Friday morning is a Red Zone Talk morning on 95.3 KGY. Ready? Now KGY begins the Workday Kickoff. Playing Olympia's Greatest Hits, 95.3 KGY.